What? <laughs> I'll, put, I'll trim all this later. Theme music, theme music. Oh, man. oh my goodness gracious. We're good. What a slob. <laughs> podcast i am zach and i'm ashley we're married we live together we get bored so we figure we'll just podcast it's not bored. <laughs> but we also you've also forgot to mention we have one daughter so well since ho- the last right. time well hold on no listen since our last podcast we were pregnant with our first daughter and since then we've had her she's now two and we are now pregnant with our second child and it's also another little girl um it's been a while since we've released a podcast and we have just gotten the itch again to send some content out to you guys i want to change up the format of how how i how i do things with creating and editing and producing the podcast um i definitely feel like i put too much on myself the first time around i'm I can be a bit of a perfectionist, so I would go in and, and do, I would over-edit our, the first episodes we've made, but if you haven't checked those out, go back and check out our churchisms. Um, if, uh, if you're new to this podcast, welcome. Um, this is basically a podcast with a, with a mission to uh, just get people on fire for God again. Um, if you're not a Christian, you're, you are welcome here, but uh, this is definitely a podcast meant for uh, believers. Um, just to get you guys on fire for, for Jesus again and uh, just to refocus and make the main thing the main thing. Um, not much has really happened since uh, since we podcasted last. The world hasn't really changed. Everything is normal. Just kidding. There's a global <laughs> pandemic. Ever heard of it? Corona, um, COVID-19, um, COVA, as like my mom likes to say, has taken over literally the world. <laughs> Um, Kova is here, and yeah. I don't think it's leaving anytime soon. No. Um, but what does that mean for Christians? What does that mean for believers? Um, I see, you know, we have a church family. We have um, people who have had it. We have had it, actually. We actually just got done having COVID. Yeah. Um, thankfully, we had a very mild case. So, you know, we, you know, thankfully, we, we had a mild case. Mm. And, and me being pregnant, you know, again, thankfully, like, we... Um, God definitely favored us because we we just didn't have to experience COVID for, you know, how extreme it could be. Yeah. Um, but, you know, leading up to, like, obviously before we, we actually got um, tested positive for all of that, you know, as, you know, even as Christians, you know, even, you know, us, you know, we know, we, we know where our strength comes from. We know where our yeah. peace comes from. But yet... You know, I just know that when this all first started, that was definitely shaken. That was definitely shaken. But when you, when your, when when your faith, when your relationship with God is built on solid ground mm-hmm. and not sand, yeah, you know, then when these types of things happen, yeah, you, you, you 
get you're going to get scared. You're going to be worried, but you're going to remain faithful and you're going to be able to be steadfast and stand strong because you know um you you know who you know wh- who's you are and you know um that God is God's there. You know, he didn't leave and he's not powerless against this and you know, I think Zach and I were actually just talking about this um during one of our every time Zach and I drive somewhere regardless of where it is it could be just to you know the store or just driving around you know looking at Christmas lights um because that is that time of the year um we end up having some really great conversations just about what's going on in the world and and just what God is telling us and you know we were just we were speaking about how yeah this is a crazy year you know and you know use every phrase you want to use it's unprecedented this is a time unlike anything else we've never seen this blah 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 but at the end of the day, this is a year that is drawing us closer. This is a year that is moving us closer to heaven. Yeah. You know, this you know, every year it's is God is completely in control. He is completely sovereign. He is the Alpha and the Omega. He was he is the beginning and he is the end, but he we're not at the end yet, you know, but every single year um gets us closer to him. So and I think this this has definitely been one of those years that has been a big reminder for me at least, um, is that hey yeah it stinks this this is definitely not my ideal year, but it's a year that's drawing me closer to him, to Jesus, to that day we finally get to embrace in heaven. Yeah, that's a really good point. Um, I I actually just wanted to uh, touch on. Uh, just the fear part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like it's really easy to listen to the news, um, and and the news definitely traffics in fear. Yep. Um, you, the more afraid you are, the more you're going to watch the news and consume their product. Um, so I, I, that's not really a conspiracy thing, but I think that it's very easy to get caught up in the windstorm of fear. Yep. Um, and I think as believers, we are called to to higher places than that. Um, we are not meant to cower in our basements. Mm-hmm. We are not meant to isolate for our entire lives. We are meant to be fe- to be in fellowship and to sharpen each other and to uh, encourage each other, to bless each other. Uh, and one verse just keeps coming to mind for me. Uh, I, I just wanted to bring up 2 Timothy one, uh, chapter 1, verse 7. Uh, it's a very popular verse, but this is so applicable to this year and just this time we're living in. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And I just want to read that one more time because I feel like we can breeze through verses without really paying attention to what they say. For God, for God has not given us, for for God has not given me, for God has not given you a spirit of fear, but of power and of love. And a sound mind. So what is your spirit in right now? What mode? Are you in spirit fear mode? Are you in spirit power and love and sound mind mode? Um, I just think that in this time, I'm not saying that this virus shouldn't be acknowledged and shouldn't be taken seriously. It should. People are dying. Um, it, you can't ignore that. It's a deadly virus. I, I think that the... Mortality rate is a lot lower than the me- the media would let you think, but I think that it, if you 
if you have a pre-existing condition, I think you are definitely at, at risk and you should have wisdom. We should all have wisdom. Yeah, and I just like to jump in and say that regardless of how what you're thinking and regardless of what, you know, new station you're turning on, you know, whether you're for or against, whether you think it's worse than it is or the worst it could ever be, you know, wherever you fall in that, we're not telling you to just, hey, man, just throw caution to the wind, right. YOLO, YOLO live once. No, we're not saying that at all. Um, you know, and, and whether you believe the numbers or not, mm-hmm. you know, whether, you know, all of that aside, we're called to have wisdom. And at the end of the day, that's, you know, we're called to have wisdom. Yes, we, we shouldn't be fearful. We should have sound minds, you know, but at the same time, we need to have wisdom in um, the decisions that we're making. Right. Uh, so, and which brings me to a verse. Um, I just lost my verse. Uh, the listeners are waiting with baby breath. Right. <laughs> With masked, bated breath. No, they're not masked. <laughs> um, well, I, I I was just looking at a couple different verses about wisdom, and one of what one that definitely caught my eye was "Fools think their own way is right, but the wise listen to others." Uh, Proverbs twelve fifteen. You know, it's it's I'm right, you're wrong. It's not about that. It's living with wisdom and saying, "Is this the best situation that I should be in?" Um, am I being, am I being safe or am I being, or am I taking a risk? It's not about whether you believe it or not. It's just living with wisdom and making sure that you're surrounding yourself with people that are going to, um, counsel you wisely and not, you know, push you down, you know, uh, a road that's going to lead to something else. And I think that's also important too, because you have so many different sides to the pandemic, to wearing masks, to the numbers, as Zach liked to point out that, um, he believes that they're a lot lower, but at the same time that those are his thoughts. Now, is it wise to just base your decisions off of that? No, it's not wise. Um, fools think their own way is right. And, and, I'm saying is we need to go, we need to make sure that we're listening to God and that we're, we're being wise about the things that we're doing. Yeah. Um, I just saw, um, another verse and it said, uh, for the Lord grants wisdom from his mouth come knowledge and understanding. The Lord grants this. So what verse is that? And that's, that's Proverbs, uh, two, six. And then Proverbs one, seven says, um, oh, sorry. No, I'm sorry. The, what I just read, Proverbs 2, 6, for the Lord grants wisdom from his mouth come knowledge and understanding. And then another verse, James 1, 5, if you need wisdom, ask our generous God and he will give it to you. He will not rebuke you for, for asking. So this is definitely, I think for me, just because you know, you may have strong beliefs about what's going on. You you know, you may be on one side versus the other, or you may be like me. I know for me, I'm definitely somewhere in the middle where I'm trying not to live my life fearfully. You know, well, fearfully, fearful of the Lord, you know, having that um, respect for him. But I'm trying not to be, I'm not going to be scared of my shadow um, I'm not going to be scared to walk outside of my house, but at the same time, I'm going to have wisdom when I do decide to leave the house, when I do decide to do something that maybe is interacting with other people. Um, 
And for those of you who are on the fence, you're like, I don't know if I should do this, especially the holidays are coming up. Um, and I know that's probably something that is causing a lot of people some anxiety. Should I go? Should I not go? I really want to see my family. But at the same time, I want to be safe. I want to be smart. I don't want to accidentally give it to someone. I don't want to get it. You know, there's like a, you know, yeah. a million questions that could be going through your mind. And, and I'm, I'm here to encourage you to say, to just go to God and ask for wisdom because he will, he, it's like, it's not even that like he, he, he's going to give it to you, but he wants to give you wisdom. He wants to educate us. He wants to instill that knowledge. You know, like I said earlier, it comes from him. It comes from his mouth like we and he will not rebuke us um, when we ask, you know, when we say, Lord, is this is this right? Is this wrong? Obviously, he's not going to be like, yeah or no. He may not say that audibly, but, you're, you know, just continue to pray and be in prayer to ask for that wisdom and he will give it to you. You know, he will give it to you. And however that looks like, I don't know the way it looks. I cannot predict the mm -hmm. way God is going to speak to us because that is a, that's his decision. Um, but I would like to, I would encourage everyone to seek wisdom. Even if, and, and, and like I said before, in that first verse that I said, that was, I believe in Proverbs as well. I said, you know, fools think that they're right. And I think that is really hard to hear is that, you know, if you're in a place where I'm right, I know what's going on. I know the truth. Maybe you need to take a step back. Well, I think, I think well, that's just saying that fools aren't teachable. Well, I'm saying is you know? like, I think you should take a step back and, and stop saying I yeah. am right. You know, I know, I know what's best because, you know, we should not be living based on our own thoughts and our own understanding, right. but of God's. And we should be seeking his, him out, his wisdom, his next steps. Um, in especially those situations that could affect other people and affect ourselves. So I think that's, I know that's something that I definitely, ha has been definitely on my heart and then also just on my mind <laughs> of, you know, because every time we go to interact, like, you know, we, you know, on Thanksgiving, we went up to see uh, Zach's family and, you know, there was definitely some anxiety there and worry because not, you know, we're staying at home and, you know, we're doing our thing over here. But, you, but you, again, you don't know. You don't know what you're bringing or what you could get. And, you know, it's just, all right, Lord, like, I want a fellowship. I want to see my family. Is this what you're calling me to do? Are you mm -hmm. calling me to listen and stay at home? Or are you calling me to go and fellowship? So, and I think, and it's not going to be the same answer for everything. You're not going to have the always the same answer. Um, what you did last time may not be right this time. Um, and then it's all, you know, then also you have to take in consideration, okay, Lord, like, am I putting myself at risk? Am I putting other people at risk, Lord? Like, those these conversations need to be had with our Father in Heaven, the one that knows and the one that's going to guide us. Yeah. Um, and the one that's going to give us wisdom because he wants, you know, he wants to and he's, and we're asking for it. So I think that has definitely been something big for me, at least during this season, especially getting closer to the holidays, coming from one holiday, getting closer to another holiday, being inside so much. And, you know, I'm I'm at home um, every day of the week and I'm with our daughter. She's a toddler. She's two years old. So it's really difficult to be at home so much. So it's like I really think about these questions. I really it really weighs on my mind because I'm just, I, I, I want to make sure that I'm getting out. I need to get out. I can't stay here anymore. 
but I also don't want to put her in any yeah. harm's way. And I don't, especially now that I'm pregnant as well, I don't want to put our, our, our little baby um, in harm's way either. Yeah. I do want to move on um, to other topics. You know, we're, we're just kind of freewheeling it with this episode. We just want to do a welcome back and just kind of dis- discuss some current events and, and what's going on mm-hmm. in our lives and in the world and with the virus. Uh, but so... Uh, if you were living, if you if you would say yes, I am living in fear of this virus. I am living in fear of going outside and being around anybody that's not my immediate family. Um, I would just ask that you would pray for that, for God to just exchange that fear for wisdom mm-hmm. and for peace, and that you know God is sovereign. God is our protector. He is our healer. Um, but that doesn't mean we shouldn't have wisdom. I, I, that you would just pray for God's wisdom. Um, and you would just dwell in the name of the Lord. Mm. That's, I mean, it sounds really churchy, but it brings me to actually one of my all-time favorite verses in the Wisdom Book of Proverbs. Uh, chapter. <laughs> is that what it's called? It's just called Proverbs. <laughs> Proverbs, is, it, Proverbs is the wisdom book. Yeah, King, it really is. This is from King Solomon himself. So, uh, Proverbs 18.10, The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run to it and are safe. So I would just ask that you, in this time of fear and uncertainty, just run to the name of the Lord. Um, be in prayer, be in fellowship, even if it's virtual fellowship, with with your brothers and sisters in Christ. And uh, and I, I know that the spirit of peace is going to come over you. I just I know that because I've experienced it. I yep. know other people who have experienced it. Um, we are not called to live in basements of fear. So I would just ask that, you know, you be, you use your wisdom, use your discretion. Um, wisdom is not lack of faith, okay? Wisdom is not fear of... A, wisdom toward this virus is not fear of the virus. So just understand the difference between the fear you might feel and the wisdom that we're called to have. Um, the other thing I kind of wanted to talk about, we, we, were, we had some really good, good discussions in the car last night. Um, just driving around and, and seeing lights. I wanted to talk about um, just the year as a whole. Um, I think that that people tend to, especially towards the end of the year, like we're in December now, uh, people like to look back at a year and say, wow, that year just sucked. Mm-hmm. That year was awful. Um, now, I, I, I understand that mindset. I, I empathize with that mindset. Uh, especially this year. I mean, we have seen things that that uh, modern societies haven't seen, you know, in, in terms of just global economic shutdowns and mm-hmm. pandemics. I mean, it's enough to make your head spin and it's enough to make you dig a, dig a fallout shelter and hide in there till kingdom come. Mm-hmm. Um, Literally. <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that at all. Um, but I just think that we can look back at a year... And say, this year was just cursed. This year was just the year of the devil, or whatever. However, however you want to put it. Um, and I, I tend to disagree with people who tend to sum up a year like that. Um, I look back at twenty twenty fondly. Actually, I, I I understand that that there were some serious inconveniences in terms of the 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 nation shutting down mm-hmm. and 
and I understand that people have lost loved ones and, and to all this, and, and I, jobs. I, and I understand that. I'm not yeah. saying this year was short of tragedy. I, I, I'm. It was definitely a year of tragedy for a lot of people. Um, I was. I lost my job for a period of time. There was definitely uncertainty, and 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 there was. Fe- I I I tend to walk the fear tightrope as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I look back at this year, and I, I I'm like with. I try to have heaven goggles on and try to see this thing as as the kingdom of heaven might see it. And I just I see that this year as a total reset um for the for the church. I think that a lot of the things that might have been unbiblical that the church would practice in has fallen to the wayside. I just feel like at the beginning of this year before the virus even hit, I prayed for a revival not for unbelievers but for believers. I think that the church itself just needed a wake up, needed a shake up, and needed to just come back to just just sound biblical teaching and and sound uh, biblical practices. You know, I think we get so caught up sometimes in the fluff, yeah. in the the little things. What it, you know, is the band playing my favorite song? Oh, I don't get to sit next to this person you know, oh, they're, talk- they're preaching about money again. Like, I feel like we just get so distracted in church by all the churchiness that I think that God was like, you know what? We're going to we're gonna break it down and, and re- hit the reset button. We're going to strip it away. And I think this virus did just that. Mm-hmm. You know, I I think that, uh, I'm, and I'm speaking just anecdotally for, for us, and, you know, we actually changed churches in this last year. We just felt like we needed to be in a place that we can get receive more sound biblical teaching mm-hmm. um, and we have just fallen in love with our new church and I, I just I have never felt more revived in my spirit it, maybe ever I, yeah. I, I just looking back I'm just like I am just so passionate for the gospel now I'm mm-hmm. so fired up to, that's why we're even sitting here doing a podcast again because I, I feel like we've lost we before this we lost our spirit to talk about matchbox podcast we we got reignited yeah our, we exactly our, literally our faith got reignited and I, I wanted to just add something to what you're saying because really last night zach and I, we, we could have preached the house down in our car <laughs> if may understood she'd be lifting her hands up may but is our daughter if you i know. know oh yeah that's our two-year-old um but i was just gonna say um i just did a i just finished up a devotional um and it was John uh, 15, verses 1 to 2. Um, and I believe this is Jesus. I am the gr- true grapevine, and my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch of mine that doesn't produce fruit, and he prunes the branches that do bear fruit so they will produce even more. And I think, and that is totally reminds me, or that makes me think of what's going on with the church right now. Yeah. You know, the church was, the church that was producing probably good fruit, but maybe was being hindered by some branches, God pruned, you know what I mean? God pruned the heck out of it. Okay, well, you know, well, let's focus on the message. Let's focus on the gospel. No building. Can't meet. No shows. You know what I mean? You, you just got to talk. You're going to, oh, like, he, he just stripped so much away. And then you see maybe others that maybe were producing completely bad fruit, not fruit at all, and they were cut off. You know, and I think, and not even just the a church as a whole, but believers as well. Like, I just, we watched 
we, I just feel so many people are calling out false teachers. Yeah. Like this has just been such an amazing revival. And it's just like God just came in with his clippers and he's just doing his thing. Or I'm not a gardener. I do not have a green thumb. So <laughs> uh, there's, I'm sure there's a better, <laughs> better yeah. terminology. Um, but he's just like, just clipping away at all the, all, at all the dead, the things, the overgrowth, the things that aren't producing good fruit, the things that are hindering his his body of believers from producing good fruit and then literally chopping away anything that's just it's dead it's dead and i just i i i can't help but see that even more during this time you know so many so many churches being able to go virtual yeah um but like even for us because zach just said you know we did switch churches and you know we're watching online and it's just like like I feel like I'm not, like, it's not that we didn't, we weren't getting what we wanted. It's mm. just, we just felt like we weren't getting the gospel. I think that's another, and, yeah. and, and then, you know, so we decided to say like, you know what, this is a great opportunity, you know, let's, let's see if there's, you know, maybe another Bible believing church that we just really can just start digging deep. Cause I think that was another thing for us. We just really wanted to dig deep. Um, into God's word, yeah. into the gospels, really get like, like we wanted to lead church service kind of feeling like convicted, like, Ooh, that hit me real deep. Yeah. And so we started going to mm-hmm. a church that's doing that. And it's just, wow, Lord, like, thank you for pr- like, thank you for pruning us, you know, thank you for pruning us. And thank you for even pruning this church, this new church that we're going to, because it's, it's probably so stripped away that we're getting such a raw, amazing teaching of the gospel that it's truly impacting us and truly teaching us and drawing us closer to you and convicting us to draw closer to you and i think that has been that like so zach saying like we can look at this year and it can we could just be like this is a garbage year (laughs) you know a garbage fire year or we can look at it and say no lord this was you know this was the the garden year yeah. This was the garden year. This point. was the year that you were going to prune and you were going to cut all the dead away. You're going to prune That's so good. you can grow even more. And you see it. Yeah, and I feel like you totally see it. And you can see it in yourself, especially if you're if you're at a point where you're just feeling like so lost or shaken. You know, mm-hmm. it's like he's pruning something away. He's pruning the, like, he's pruning the stuff that maybe hid you from the light. You know, so that you, and you didn't know, you didn't know you weren't getting all the sunlight. You didn't know you weren't getting, you know, you didn't know this and now you are and you're out there and exposed, but he's going to, he's going to be able to reach you. Yeah. He's going to be able to, you know, water down, you know what I mean? Like water you and grow you and strengthen you now. Um, and I think that is the way. And, and I wanted to even bring up another verse, um, and it's Second uh, Corinthians uh, chapter four verse eighteen. So we don't look at the troubles we can see now. Rather, we fix our gaze on things that cannot be seen. For the things we see now will soon be gone, but the things we cannot see will last forever. And I think that is so good, especially when you when you put it with that verse about you know God being the gardener, yeah, you know, and Jesus being the true grapevine. It's you know, let's focus our eyes on that. Let's look at the true grapevine. Let's look at our source, you know, rather than looking at our circumstances. 
rather than looking at what's, you know, like, just like, like Zach said, me, you know, focusing too far in on the news or a politician or whatever. Let's focus on the grapevine. Let's focus on the cross. Let's focus on Jesus. Let's fix our eyes on that because mm. that is forever. That is eternal. 2020, um, that ends at the end of December, you know, like yeah. 2021 will start, you know, the, the, you know, the pandemic may last a little longer, but there's going to be an end point. This world is going to last, you know, this, like this life is only a small chunk of eternity. It's just, it's going to end at some point yeah. and we're going to have eternity in heaven. If you believe in Jesus if you believe that he died on the cross and rose again, if you believe that he's our savior, you know, then, then yeah, eternity is going to be spent in heaven with him. And that's what we need to be fixing our eyes on. That's what we need to be fixing our gaze on. You know, that mindset of this is temporary. God is forever. God yeah. is eternal. You know? Well, real quick, I just, I, I actually want, it's going to be, it's going to sound like a bit of a downer, what I'm about to say, but I'm going to bring it around. So stay with me. <laughs> Um, Here we go. So I, I think people tend to sum up a year, especially a year that where a lot a lot of negative things seem to have happened. And negative is subjective. I think that God can take negatives and turn them into positives. But I think, you know, we we look at a year like this and we say, wow, what an outlier year. What a what this year was a strange phenomenon. Next unprecedented year unprecedented unprecedented. It's going to go back to normal next year. As soon as the clock strikes 12 on, on December 31st, mm -hmm. it's all going to just go back to normal. And mm -hmm. I, 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 I think that we might not admit to, the, to thinking that way, but I think just subliminally we think 2020, once, the, once the calendar changes, it's all going to change. It's all going to start fresh. And I, I think back to 2019 and to 2018 and to 2017. And I feel like it's been the same story at the end mm -hmm. of each year. It's yep. like, oh my gosh, this year sucked. I can't wait for the next one. I can't wait for a fresh start. Like we, we've been kind of, it's been ingrained in us that it's like the, the new year is like a fresh start. Everything just kind of resets and it doesn't. Okay. It's just a continue. It's just the calendar flips and we just keep going. You know, it's not, nothing special happens really. Um, and I just want to say that, that, Based on the things that Jesus said, as we approach the final days, things get worse. <laughs> Sorry, okay? spoiler alert. And I, I know this sounds like a downer for, for those of you who have fear instead of faith. Things just are going to get worse. It's not, it's not a, okay, we're going to just return to normal. Okay. There is just, I, there's no normal. Okay. <laughs> there's no normal. I'm sorry. It, it's going to progressively be worse and worse and worse. I, 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 I know that sounds horrible, but I'm going to bring it around by saying this. God is sovereign. Okay? I'm going to say it again. God is sovereign. He, who, who he, do a whole thing we see, sovereign? okay. <laughs> like, we, literally, because it, like, it's such a deep understanding to really fully, truly know that God is sovereign. We see... If life is a movie, if, if, if all of human history is a movie, we see a single frame, okay? We see a single frame, and that's all we see. God sees the beginning. God sees the end. He sees the frame that comes after this one. He sees the frame that comes after that one. God goes before us, mm -hmm. okay? We are his children. If you are in Christ, you are a child of God. If you are not in Christ, 
I pray that you had an, a, 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 an urge, a push, a, a fire to want to be in Christ because there, that is where the righteous run to and are safe and get to spend eternity with him. But not only that, get to have life in abundance mm-hmm. while we're here. Yeah. It's not just fire insurance. It is, it is an abundance of life while we're here. So let me just say this. Don't look at this year like it's just a single moment in time and it's just going to restart next year, okay? Mm-hmm. We are moving toward a plan that God has preordained, yeah. okay? He already knows who's going to be president, who's going to be the next president, when Christ is coming back. We don't know these things. We're not privy to these things. We are we are totally under the umbrella. I'm going to stop clapping my hands because you guys are probably getting annoyed by that. <laughs> we are under the umbrella of a sovereign God. Whatever, whatever that means, you know, until we see him in glory. You understand? And that's how we should act. That's how we should carry ourselves. We shouldn't be, you know, cover, covered under the blanket of, of uncertainty fear. and fear. And yeah. we should be he- heads held high, children of the Almighty. Understand? Yeah. And that's my encouragement for you guys. I want to touch on one, qu- one quick thing. You're probably going to wave me off. But I think we had a really awesome conversation it's a little political, but I'm just going to get into it real quick. I, no, my No, gosh. I'm not going to get into politics. Disclaimer. Listen, please don't unfollow us. This is, I would say, yeah, <laughs> I would actually say this is a little, this is more about uh, idolatry than it is politics, okay? Okay. So. Let's leave names out. No, no, no. No, let's leave names out. So. Let's leave names out so people can insert their own right. names. Because right. I think I want you all to be convicted. <laughs> We all were right. already convicted. You got job. Okay, because you know what? This does apply to either side: Republicans, Democrats, whatever you call or yourself. People, other people in the middle. Okay. There's a lot of other names. So, fellow Christians, fellow human beings. Well, no, not fellow human beings. Fellow children of God, fellow Christians. God hates idolatry. Okay. I'm gonna open Pretty with sure that. it's in like God, it's like one of those OG God hates in the Old Testament. Like, commandment, just letting you know. God hates idolatry. Now, just to give you a little background on me, I enjoy politics. I enjoy American politics. I listen to political radio. I I like to stay informed. So, without naming names or telling you who I voted for or what side I listened to, um, somebody called in and was talking about a politician and basically said this. This person has a plan. I have total faith in this person. This person knows exactly what they are doing. This person is, I have, you know, nothing is going to go wrong. Everything is going to work out. This person is just the ultimate, okay? Now, that could sound like a politician you might be thinking of, and and the supporters of that politician. That could also sound like God, okay? Let that sink in for a minute. Wait, say it again. So that caller came, called in and basically said, uh, I'm going to just say John Doe. Okay, politician John Doe. Polit- John has a plan. John, everything is going to work out because I have total faith in John. John uh, uh, is smarter than everybody else, knows more than everybody else. Uh, you know, I, I have total faith in this person. Everything is going to work out. And, you know, this person is is ordained and is and is here for such a time as this. And I was just getting sick to my stomach listening to it. I was getting sick to my stomach listening to it because it just sounded like sheer idolatry. These are a lot of Christians too, okay? People who call themselves Bible-believing Christians speaking like this. And it, it fills me with righteous indignation because 
this is not appropriate mm. for believers, okay? If you feel this way about anybody who is not God Almighty, that is called idolatry. Yep. Okay? I'm going to get a little conviction up in here, all right? Yeah, let's go. Because guess what? I enjoy, I like politicians too. There are some politicians I like. I like their, I like their policies. I, I tend to vote more for policy than personality, but I will not say I have the utmost faith in a politician. I do not have faith in people. We should not have faith in politicians. We should not have faith in Joe Biden. We should not have faith in Donald Trump or name your politician. You, you, your Insert fa- politician your, here. As a, if you are a Christian, your faith is in Almighty God. Mm-hmm. Period. That's it. And yep. end statement. So I would say, like, you know, I have I have friends and family and people that I love dearly that sometimes I feel like tread on the borderline of idolatry. And, I, I you know, I, look, I don't know your heart, but I know that we need to check ourselves with idolatry. OK. And for those of you who don't know, idolatry is putting anything above mm-hmm. God Almighty. OK. Mm-hmm. I like to um, insert a verse there because uh, while Zach just brought the you know brought the fire, let me bring the the word. Right, I gotta cool down. Um, here. Yeah, some water. here have some water. Um, no, but it's so true. You know we, I don't know, and, and it's in it's in America we do this in the states. Guess what? I love the United States. I love my freedoms. I will fight for my freedoms every single day. But at the end of the day, God is in control. He is, you know, Jesus is king. Jesus is king of kings, lord of lords. You know, God is the alpha, the omega, the beginning and the end. You know, he, you know, and I think, you know, El Shaddai, the almighty, you know. So it's, that is where that power, that trust should be. Yeah. And not in people. And here's the thing, people that are just, we're all sinners, not not one is righteous, you know. So none of us are righteous. That includes um, a, a president. That includes a president elect. That includes any politician. None of them are righteous. Not even one. And we should not put all of our eggs in that basket. You know, we shouldn't because they are not God. And um, I just you know Leviticus nineteen. Okay, I know Ooh, Leviticus. Snap. But listen, I know, I know, everybody calm down. But Leviticus 19, verse 4. You can read the whole thing if you want, the whole chapter. Please do, I encourage you to. But um, Leviticus 19, verse 4. Do not put your trust in idols or make metal images of gods for yourselves. I am the Lord your God. Oh, snap. Like, the fact that, like, oh, snap. Like, like, and and here's the thing, and I said this earlier, too. It's like in the old, in, in, in the, um... The Ten Commandments. I am not gonna lie. I almost forgot the number of commandments. So it was like the nine. No, there's ten. There's two commandments now. What? There's only two. Oh yeah. But in the Ten Commandments, though, <laughs> it's like he literally, like one of them. He uses out of ten. He uses one of them to talk about idolatry, right? Yeah. So it, it, the fact that like God like continues to bring this up again, you know, even you see Jesus, like Jesus when he comes down, he, you know, there are so many things that happen and. The way that they're even using the temple to sell things like makes him mad. We're not respecting God. We're not giving him the respect and the hierarchy uh, that he that 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 he 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 has. That's he has good, it. That's a really good transition. I'm just saying he because has. I, it. I want to talk about that next. But I'm just saying he has it, and we keep giving it to other people. Yeah. Um. People that are are again are not righteous people, and not because 
they're bad or, or I'm not, not saying that they're bad, but not because they're the wrong person to vote for. No, it's because not one is righteous. Not, you know, yeah. no one is righteous, not even one. And we should be, um, we should not be putting our trust in idols or, you know, or, or, or any type of image that is not that, that or em, any imagery, idol, idol, idolatry, nothing. God, he said, I am the Lord, your God. That is who God is. That is who should be God of your life. And that's who you should be trusting in. That's who you should be saying, God God can do it. Not, uh, 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 I'm going to say jump, jump, Joe and Trump, Joe Biden and Trump, oh, jump. Okay. I'm like, what are, you, what are you saying? You know, jump can't do it. <laughs> You keep you know, saying jump. What does that mean? No, it's like I'm just saying is like it doesn't matter who you're who you're voting for or who you want to be president. It honestly doesn't matter because at the end of the day, the only person that's actually truly in in charge is God. No, you know, I'm, I'm just not, saying. I'm not saying don't don't you know don't be in, involved no, yeah, in politics. Be involved, be involved. But don't vote. You know, protect your freedoms. Do all that as an but, American. As an American, do yeah. all that. You know, obviously, I can't speak to other countries. I don't know what's going on there. But, but like in America. Do you know? Do you know? Do your 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 um be your right be informed. Yep. All of that. But I don't mean, be. But like, don't have an idolatry an idolatrous heart. I don't know if that's a word. But don't have don't have a, don't let it lead you to idolatry. Yes. Because we we like yeah. to place faith in things we can see sometimes. Yeah. I can see this person. I can see mm. what they're doing. Yeah. I'm going to place them in a very high pedestal and put mm-hmm. utmost faith in them. And you That's know what? wrong. That brings me back to the verse I just said earlier about your, like fixing your gaze, you know, not on things that you can see because they're temporary. They're temporary. Yeah. Presidencies are temporary. That's why there's a max at what? Eight years you can do if you, yeah. you're elected to a second term. There, there's an end point to that. There's an end point to their, like, honestly, their lives. They're not going to be president forever. Right. And I'm going to be on this earth forever. And honestly, some of their policies may not even be policies forever. You know, so it's, it, it, all of that is so temporary. So fix your eyes, put your trust, yeah. you know, um, um, believe in the one that is going to last forever. Right. That is like, is eternity, which is God, you know, which is Jesus. So, and I think that is something that, like, people, I just, it's, it's, it's definitely going to, like, ruffle feathers and people are going to get really mad. But if you're getting angry, that, that might be an indication that you're, you're putting all of your trust into the wrong person. Yeah. And if your candidate loses, that doesn't mean God lost. No, God is sovereign. (laughs) He can't be, like, kind of sovereign where he only wanted this one president to win. He's completely sovereign where he is the one who allows the president, whatever president to win. So whatever president is president, that's the president God wanted to have. I know everybody, you know, every, someone is throwing their phone or computer while they're listening to this right now. But listen, you know, God, he can't be kind of sovereign. He can't be sort of kind of in control. He's, he is absolute. He is completely sovereign. He is the beginning and the end, not the beginning and then some parts along the way. Be, so be informed, real quick, just because uh, we're running out of time and I want to touch on one more thing. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Be, be informed about, you know, what's going on in your world and in your country. Have your convictions. Um, don't let it lead you to idolatry. Mm-hmm. Okay, idolatry is a sin. Mm-hmm. God hates it, and our faith should be in no one except Christ alone, and and in the triune God. Okay, 
So just moving on to the final thing, because we're kind of running short on time, um, I want to talk about, you kind of touched on it a little bit, but just uh, the reverence, reverence and respect mm-hmm. and holy fear of God. So fe- we talk about the fear of God. It's not a an oppressive trembling that God is going to smite you. It is a a recogni- recognition of God's holiness, okay? Mm-hmm. And I think we throw the word holiness around. I, I don't think our human brains can really understand what, what tr- you know, pure holiness is, mm-hmm. okay? Um, it's like, think of the person you respect the most in your life, and then you should be respecting God even more than that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I think. It's like, who's that person that, like... You know, you like think of that person in your life that like you like you don't even want to do something wrong because you're just a, you don't want to be able to let them down. Like you just have such a high respect for them. You value their their opinion the most. Whoever that is, God should you should be doing that even more. Yeah. God like that. There should be a, there's a hierarchy there. Well, can I can I so I I just recently watched the latest American Gospel movie. Oh, um, we're plug. We are go watch that sh- movie. Whichever one. Hashtag not a sponsor. Oh, right. Please be a sponsor. No. Hashtag not an ad. <laughs> not not this is okay. So American Gospel. It's on. It used to be on Netflix. I think they took it off. It is on Amazon Prime, but you might have to purchase it. It is worth. A purchase. Go That's support. Every go support American Gospel. It, it is a phenomenal documentary. Anyway, I'm gonna move on. Um, in the latest American Gospel called, called Christ Crucified, they touch on. They kind of give an analogy as to the holiness of God, right? So, imagine you're at a junkyard, and you see a beat up old car, no tires, no brakes, no windows, a beater, something that's worthless, and you go up and you scratch the car, okay? You, you damage that car. Your punishment for tra- for trashing that car further is going to be basically nothing. Somebody might say, hey, dude, what are you doing? Um, now imagine you go to a used car lot, okay, where they're actually selling cars that are worth something, you know, mm-hmm. cars that people will actually want, want to drive. And you do the same thing. You go up and you take your key or whatever and scratch that car. You're going to get in trouble. You might have to pay a fine, okay? Um, to repair that car. Um, now imagine you go to a lot that sells Lamborghinis, brand new supercars, right? Tens of thousands of dollars, maybe even $100,000 cars. And you do the same thing. Your punishment's going to be worse. You might go to jail. You might, you might pay. The fine you pay, might pay would be even higher. So my, the point of saying all that is the, when you wrong somebody, the the difference in the punishment depends on the value of the thing that you damaged or the thing that you wronged, right? So the trash car, the used car, the Lamborghini, they all increase in value, okay? Now, if God is just of ultimate value, he's just immeasurably, you know, holy and valuable, and we wrong God, that just ample, like that kind of gives you an idea of just how horrible our sin is, right? Like, for us, we might think, okay, sin might not be that bad to us because it's like, what you know, some sin's like whatever. But God, a holy God that is just infinitely, uh, you know, just immeasurably full of worth. You know what I mean? Because he is just, he is just priceless, right? He is pure holiness. And you scratch or dent 
some, you know, God, how much worse is your punishment then? Right. So that's just my point. It's like God, I don't, that's just kind of give you a perspective of like, God is just infinitely holy. Right. And I say that to say this, I feel like the church, um, the children of God, the body of Christ has lost some of our reverence for God's holiness. Okay. I think that we get cavalier. We get, we get really casual with how we talk about Christ, with how we talk about God, the father, with how we talk about the Holy spirit. I have heard, I have heard people, I've heard church leaders talk about the Holy spirit. Like the Holy spirit is the genie from Aladdin that we're just supposed to rub the right way and get our, whatever wish we want. Right. Wrong. I've heard people talk about God, like, Oh, the big man upstairs, you know, these are, these are church, church, church. We have lost our respect for God. Yeah. Okay. We need to get some of that reverence back. You were talking about how, how, um, the early old Testament Jewish church, Mm -hmm. Jewish followers of God would only call him by a certain name. Oh yes. Okay. So in which this will most likely be a series, what we'll do coming up, but, but just, I've been super uh, into the names for God because honestly, I did not know God had other names. So, um, and one I was reading about at Adonai, Adonai, and it was used by people because they felt like I, I believe Yahweh, which is another name for God was too holy. Right. Like they were like, especially for people that may be unclean. So if you don't know, um, in the Old Testament, you know, unclean versus clean. There was a lot of things that were, um, you had to do to be able to be clean so that you could be in the presence of God. There's a whole big thing. Please go back, research, and read about it. Um, but, you know, even the priests kind of, they just, like, they would just always use, and everyone would just refer to God as Adonai because they just felt like, you know, just in case I'm not clean, I did something, like, just, like, I don't feel that I am, like, it's like it's I don't I don't think I'm holy enough yeah. to refer to God as Yahweh like I like I may have done something wrong or yeah it, I'm just not important enough to be calling God Yahweh so they referred to him as Adonai right that was a common um, that's what they commonly would refer to God, God yeah to. I mean it's just and you know and it gets back to just how we how we think of God today as 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 his church you know we. Um, you know, we have been gifted this freedom from legalism, this freedom uh, through the through through the death and resurrection of Christ, and I think that sometimes we take that freedom and we just we think we can just do and say, and think about God however we like. You know what I mean? And I think that we need to kind of get back to a place where we we have a, the utmost reverence for God. When we come to Him in prayer, it's not just God give me, God get me, God do this, God do that. We we need to be entering His courts with thanksgiving his, and, and, uh, and be in His presence with just coming to Him with praise and worship Him in spirit and truth. And I just think that, you know, if you are just saying, oh, Jesus is my homeboy, Jesus is my bro. Jesus is dope. No, He's not. No, He isn't. Okay. <laughs> I know I'm getting a little convicting with this message, you know, and good. You know, I, I think the church needs yeah. a little conviction. Be, live in the freedom that, that Christ provides and the grace that God provides, but also don't lose the reverence for God. Mm-hmm. Okay. He is holy. Okay. Mm-hmm. He is utmost holy. He is almighty. All right. Mm-hmm. So when we say, you know, the big man upstairs 
and you know whatever whatever casual terms we might have for God I, I can't think of any now but look and I only know people you know you want to be goofy sometimes you know, <laughs> light hearted but at the same time like we should always it's like an always thing like you should always have the utmost respect you should always have reverence for God you know and, and we're not saying you know oh you know we want to take away you know your downtime like we're just saying is really put that in perspective of are you showing God the respect that, you know, not and, and, and are you showing God respect in the way that you speak about him and the way that you refer to him? And we're not saying that you need to now go research all these names of God and start referring to him as Adonai. We're saying is make sure that your heart is, you know, make sure your heart is aligned. Make sure that you're being respectful and make sure that you're recognizing his power and, 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 his, holiness. and, and his holiness. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I. Uh, you know, it's just some things that have just been kind of weighing on us. Things we've been chit chat chit chatting about. Chit-chat. I know. <laughs> well, I know we're. I know we're actually coming up on an hour. I know we kind of goofed around at the beginning of this recording, so it might be a little less than an hour. But anyway, um, we just wanted to get back in front of the microphone, um, record some content. We want to get you guys more content. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna be a little more laxed with the quality of the content. I know that sounds horrible. That's but. not, no. You're going to get the quality <laughs> content uh, and just give you a glimpse on my end of this. Zach would go through our audio and take out every like, every um. And it was like, uh, like, it um got really unlike, yeah, like, tedious. And so <laughs> it would take him a super long time to yeah, get I would, it done. But yeah. instead, instead of being so hyper-focused on, again, these things that don't really matter, you know, we really just want to s- talk to you guys and really kind of share the things that have been on our hearts and really try to come, um, really try to encourage all of you to just reignite that passion and really yeah. be true to that mission that we first spoke about in our um, in our like in our original series of mm-hmm. uh, we want we want you guys to be on fire for for Jesus again you know if you aren't on fire at all we want you to we want that match to be s- struck, struck. <laughs> yeah, we want Struck-in. that Struck-in. yeah Struck-in. we want and if you're you know you already on you know you were on fire for God but it died down a little bit we want you to feel encouraged to add logs to that fire to get it roaring again and then we also want you to have a lasting you know, thirst and reverence and just hope in, in God and continue to feed that fire so that yeah. your knowledge and understanding of who God is and who he's calling you to be uh, grows. Yeah. And uh, just real quick, I want to just have a quick gospel minute. I know that sounds horrible. Really? Because I feel like this whole no, thing was no, gospel. Well, it, it was. It's like we, 60 no, minutes we of did. gospel. But if you're, this is specifically directed to anyone who's listening who might not consider themselves a Christian or a follower of mm-hmm. Jesus. Um, I know the term Christian can be kind of loosely assigned. Applied. A- applied. Yeah. Anyway, so like, if you if you don't know um, Jesus as your Lord and Savior, um, the first thing you need to recognize is we aren't good enough to get into heaven on our own. Uh, heaven is a real place. We're all going to die one day. We're not promised tomorrow. Um, and if, if God's standard is the Ten Commandments, don't lie, don't steal, um, don't covet, we have all failed miserably. Um, even if you might consider yourself a good person, there's no such thing as good people in heaven. Everyone in heaven is forgiven. Um, God has given you the gift of forgiveness through uh, Jesus' death on a cross. Jesus came to earth uh, as, God, as God 
in man form, fully God, fully man, lived a blameless life and took the punishment of a sinner. And that sinner is all of us. Um, his ultimate sacrifice paid for all of our sins, all of our debt. The Bible says the wages of sin is death and God paid that bill for us. Um, now the only thing that's required of us is to receive that gift. Um, and I would just encourage you in your time alone, uh, maybe after listening to this podcast, um, just get alone with God and just say, God, I'm a sinner. I need your grace. I need your love. I need your mercy. And I accept you and I want to follow you for the rest of my days and just dedicate your life to the work of Jesus and just become a Christ follower. Um, now, I think that, you know, that can sound a little overwhelming, but but in reality, it's just an awakening of your spirit and a, a, a realigning of your priorities. So so through that, uh, I would encourage you to read scripture, get a hold of the Bible, download the Bible app and just read and just search for for the teachings of, of, of Jesus and, and, and what was written and and just the amazing promises we have now as followers of Christ. Um, it's an amazing life to be lived uh, alongside the uh, Son of God and, and just the church. It's just, there's a lot of amazing blessings that come with uh, accepting Jesus. So I would just encourage you, if you haven't done that, please, please do that. And uh, we would just be so blessed uh, if you would if you would receive Jesus today. Um, so I think that just about does it for our first episode back. We covered a lot. We did it. We did. We finally <laughs> dusted off the old microphone. Literally, I think we finally had to find it. <laughs> we're a little older. We're a little wiser. Um, we're so glad you guys we're a tuned more in. Yeah, we're a little. We have a little bit more kids. <laughs> um, but I, yeah. you know, we. We just, we're not pastors, we're not, we're not, you know, theologically trained, you know, Even people, people with theological degrees. We're just, we're just two people that are just on fire for Jesus. And we just want to light the match for you guys. If, mm -hmm. you know, give you guys something to, to chew mm -hmm. on, to think about, yeah. um, to maybe apply, uh, you know, it's, it, we're not here saying we have mm -hmm. this you know magical knowledge that nobody else can get or you know like we just know where to find it yeah, we, just, we just know where to go to get it and that's you know in god's word and in prayer yeah and i think you know even you know even if you don't like what we said you know even if you don't agree go over the bible and yeah. go look go go prove us wrong if something we say is incorrect we encourage every single person to go and research what god said and what he meant and and how he said it and when he said it. Like, just just do do your research. Dig yeah. deep. And I would definitely say, um, you know, if you are somebody who is young and healthy and kind of can get outside without worrying, you know, without worrying about dying, I would definitely encourage you to get to a church if you're not already. Find yourself a Bible teaching church, a church that, that doesn't just sugarcoat everything and tickle your ears, but a church that really digs into the, into the scriptures and really pulls it apart and and analyzes it, studies it. I, I can't I can't encourage that more. You know, get get planted into a church. You know, meet people, uh, fellowship with them, get into small groups. I mean, these are next steps for all of us to take if you're not already to just uh, just becoming more and more and more um, in love with God and on fire for Him and just um, you know following following the the, the path that. You know, it's set for us, you know, as believers. 
Um, I think that just about does it. I guess we'll close in prayer. Um, you know, I don't want to. I don't want to commit to any kind of uh, schedule of setting out content. I think we're going to try to record an episode tomorrow. Um, about um, we want to get into a new series. Yeah. Do you want to tell them about that? The about, the names of God. Yeah. Yeah. We just want to. I know it's been on my heart just to really explore the different names of God, and we want to explore them with you. We want to talk about a couple. We might chunk them up. They're they're a good they're a good amount. Um, and just ex- kind of explain what those mean and how it applies to our lives. Yeah, and especially with you know the holidays being here and Christmas mm-hmm. here, you know we want to definitely tie that back into mm-hmm. uh, the Christmas time and yeah. just to refocus that's that. What, yeah, that's what we'll probably start off. Yeah, so I think that's I think that's gonna be a really good place for us to start back on. Um, so you know when you listen to this, uh, don't mind all the ums and ands and uhs. You know. Or help <laughs> and tell us how many times we say um or like. Um, that, could be, that could be interesting. Uh, yeah, so uh, it's been literally, literally Lisa um, two right uh, there. Uh, you definitely so, said two naturally right there. <laughs> it's been really great being back and just uh, just talking through some awesome stuff. Um, that's just there it is. That's just been on our hearts. This is going to be a lot more. A lot more natural and raw than it was when we first started. <laughs> it's you know it's funny part. It might not even gonna be raw. You're gonna still go through it and edit it. No, it's no. just Zach's version of raw versus everyone else's. I'm gonna go back through. Raw. I'm gonna add our little theme song music and and that's about it. All right, guys, we love you. We're praying for you and just crack open that Bible and and, and let's see what God has to say. All right, so real quick, if you're if you're yeah. You just ended it. No, you're not ending it because I gotta pray. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, that's so true. if you're driving, don't close your eyes, don't bow your head, just keep your eyes on the road. But if you're not driving, uh, if you would just bow your heads and just pray this with us, um, so we'll just close it out. Father God, just thank you so much for this time. Lord, you have not given us a spirit of fear. You have given us a spirit of power and of love and of a sound mind. I pray for uh, sound minds for, for all our listeners, everyone who's, who's in, within the sound of my voice, Father. Um, I pray that you would exchange their fear for faith, that you would exchange their, uh, their panic for, for passion for you, God, for wisdom, Lord. I just pray that, uh, that you would just invade their homes, invade their hearts, God, and that you would just, just take over as Lord of their, of their hearts, God. Um, thank you so much for, for giving us this platform, Father, for giving us uh, this time together, Father. We just love you. We praise you. I pray that you keep us all, all healthy, all safe through this Christmas season, God. Uh, and just thank you so much for coming and dying on the cross for us, Lord, um, and just giving us so many blessings that we don't deserve, Father. We love you. We praise you. It's in Jesus' mighty name we pray this. Amen. Amen. Thanks again for spending this time with us. I would like to encourage you to subscribe to the Matchbox Podcast so you don't miss any future episodes. Also, if you would like to follow us, we are the Matchbox Podcast on Facebook and at Matchbox Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Feel free to message us any questions and we will get back to you. We would love to hear from you so we can encourage you in your journey and answer any questions you may have. You can email us at thematchboxpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you again for listening.